And we're live. Hi, Laura. Action. Have you met any new black people recently? All right. All right. So technically, in the way that I define it. Portland's yes. struggling again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See, all right. So actually, I will say especially because this is the start of our third season, I'm curious to see how our new Black people encounters will continue to progress considering we both work primarily from home mm. and now have to make an even more concerted effort to go out and see Black people. Whereas before, I just didn't see them even when I did go outside. So now maybe I will only go outside to see Black people. Do but that you sounds find that we'll it's see. also decreasing the amount of white people you see? Yes. Yes, okay. it does. You know, balance. Yeah, there is a balance. It is. I, well, it's still not quite mm. because. Okay, but, but, but anyway, you're new, sorry. You're new My new black person. All right, so the other day, this was three days ago. Okay. I had a dream that Cardi B nope. was sitting. No, 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 no. You got to hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. She, this was, and it's so peculiar. I have no idea what this dream means. I should have called my mama. She was sitting like alongside me. I was with my friends and then she stood up and it was as if I knew her. Like she was my girl, but like we weren't close, close. And I was like, I walked over to her and I was like, yo, it looks like, and I, this was my exact phrasing. It looks like you're menstruating. And she was wearing these light gray sweatpants. You dream that Cardi B got her yeah. yes no, no but, but here this hear me out she no. looked at me and she was like eh whatever and then she just like carried on with herself like she looked like she was going to go take care of the situation mm. like she wasn't just gonna sit in her mess but i just thought it was so dope how she replied to it in my dream so, yeah very comfortable in her body as well that, that's that yeah so so there was that and then my other black people oh are they real ones <laughs> Again, how do we define real? So I just did you <laughs> in reality, not in a dream world, not the it wasn't world. in a dream world. It wasn't a dream. You talking so, about a TV or a computer, Laura? So <laughs> I just resubscribed to Hulu. No. And no. I got my little commercials, right? Why have and you I know black people in person that you could touch and shake their hand? If, if I can touch the television. Uh, no. I can touch the television. Mm -mm. Go outside. See, I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm feeling attacked. How about you, Miss Judgmental? Have you seen any real life I'm black not people? Judging. I just feel like you should have the opportunity to read some real life, meet some real life black folks. That's all. I just you want me to I, level I want up for you. You want me to level um, up my black folks. So my, my circumstance was real, but not necessarily positive. I guess because mm. what happened was we was on the highway going north to Thanksgiving dinner or to meet up with family for Thanksgiving, heading mm -hmm. to Virginia Beach. And I'm reading a book. We should all be feminists. Very good, very short, go for it if you haven't. Mm -hmm. um, while Will is driving, so I'm reading out loud to him because we trying to you know, stay occupied. Um, we don't have a radio, a working radio in our truck. I almost deduced that by the fact that you just said that you were reading a book aloud in a car. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's different. Truck and the one that we purchased, we need to replace radio. We still have not done so. Okay. So, reading a book out loud. That's what this that's what we were doing. <laughs> Carry like, on. I'm trying to read this book. I later found out I was on the last page. <laughs> oh. But Black Jesus decided that we needed to spice up our life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
kid you not, I just kept crashing all around me, swerving and, and breaking and all kinds of stuff, but I don't feel nothing. So I'm like, nah, 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 nothing happened, nothing happened. I look out the window, there's a busted up car to my right, a busted up car to my left, a busted up car to my front. There's just busted up cars everywhere. The black people in this scenario were in the other vehicle. All three of them? There was a vehicle with some white folks in it. There were at least like five or six cars here. Wow. Um, four of which were hit and three of which were totaled. So. But how about your car? But Black Jesus formed a shield around there us. There was a force field around your vehicle. And ain't nobody hit us. <laughs> Black Jesus bubble. Won't he do it? <laughs> so he must do it then. Um, yeah, so we met the other people that were a part of this car accident. And they were black. I don't remember their names, but everybody apparently was headed to Virginia. So that was a popular hotspot. Destination on 95. Car collision. Car collision. Yes, because, you know, they're not accidents, I guess. Because what what happened is the traffic slowed in front of us, Mm -hmm. but apparently the traffic ain't slow behind us. (laughs) See, because most often car collisions can be prevented. And they are, in fact, not accidents. By paying attention. Fix it black Jesus. 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 I'm Laura Solis from the Bronx, New York, living in Portland, Oregon. I am Aisha McGowan from a bunch of places, but I was actually born in Atlanta, where I currently live in Decatur, New Jersey. New Jersey. Decatur, New Jersey. I right, live right. I was all kinds of confused. <laughs> that's a new one is it is it any hoodles okay didn't we change the order of this we put the bus house back at the end so i'm just gonna drag you and we can move directly into yes queen uh-huh so this week queen, <laughs> i would like to highlight Curated by Kai. So this woman's name is Kai, K-A-I. I don't actually know her last name, but I can find that out. But what she has done is created this digital platform where teachers can virtually take their students to black museums and like they can learn. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really neat, right? Wow, um, that sounds amazing. I don't know a ton about it, but the little bit I saw made me play ass queen, so that's why we're here. Um, but if you want more information, you can find her at Created by Kai. So it's um, not not created, curated, like like a museum curator. Curated mm-hmm. X K A I. So C U R A T E D X, the letter X K A I dot com. So Curated by Kai, really really cool. Educating the youngins who can't necessarily travel there in person, you know, because like Laura be meeting people in her dreams. Maybe these folks can learn some history, do some virtual reality, and get some stuff done. You know, you know. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you. So that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna teleport (laughs) and learn. That's it. That's that's all I'm asking for. Sometimes you teleport in your dreams. Sometimes you teleport via Hulu. I'm just saying. We can have these transformational experiences in different mediums. All right. Or on different mediums. Moving right along. This week for our discussion topic, we thought it would be appropriate to 
Are you an old white man that has a white wig on with the curls? Is that what that accent is? Appropriate. Um, <laughs> it makes me think of like British Parliament and like. <laughs> it does have that like. Okay, I don't know if you ever listened to the Hamilton soundtrack because I know that Hamilton ain't in neither of our budgets right now. Um, I have the soundtrack, and I think the issue with why I haven't listened to it is because it was regularly being pushed on me by other, no, not by other, by white people. Oh, I hate that about it. And it's like, oh, you know how I feel. Like, I need to feel like I'm making the choice myself and all. It's like, stop. Like, I literally have had over four or five white people be like, Laura, have you heard this song? And I'm like, it kept me away for oh. a very long time. Get all of them because this is for us. They what song is it? it? They be consuming it. But that whole soundtrack, it's excellent. Just give it a go. Um, but there's a uh, songs that are supposed to be King, the King. It's like King Louis. I don't know who was the king at that time. But anyway, he sings and it's like really funny. And it's like to me, sounds like a very um accurate depiction of the government like there's mm. a lot of, like he, it's like a very happy song so he's like singing and and jolly oh imagine what it looked like but mm -hmm. anyway, there's, there's a couple lines but one of them is i will kill your friends and family to remind you of my love and i'm like ain't that just the government ain't that, wow ain't that the truth damn but he says it in such a, a cheerful tone and then like the hook is like da 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 da. So it's like, oh, what's that word? Um, propaganda. It is exactly propaganda. He is smiling wow. and laughing and dancing and saying very horrible things in a very pleasant tone, and it cracks well me. Well then. But anyway, that's what that voice is. I guess. <laughs> now back to our discussion topic. <laughs> yes, that's right. Listen to him. Tangent. Okay. Lin Manuel did his thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Um. Yes, so we decided it would be appropriate to talk about dealing with your family members over the holiday season. So I know Thanksgiving has passed, but Christmas is coming up, New Year's is coming up. This is just the season. Rosh Hashanah here. is coming up. Kwanzaa. Wait, is that wait, wait, is that the right one? No, it's Hanukkah. Yeah. Hanukkah, my bad. No, it's Hanukkah. Rosh Hashanah. I believe Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are like both in September. Okay. Yeah, the beginning of the school year, that's right, because we get them days off. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about Jewish holidays, except for I didn't have to go to school when they happened, so. I have a few Jewish friends, and my mom does too. Anyhow, the point is, the holidays are approaching. Oh, oh wait, and we can't forget Kwanzaa, although I, I of Kwanzaa. course. Oh, my bad. Kwanzaa, you know. That's mm -hmm, all of them. Mm -hmm. But then Ramadan is usually around the same time, isn't it? Oh, Ramadan, similar to the similar to the Catholic calendar, it's not on a 365. Oh, so it kind of hops around. Yeah, it hops around. I don't know when Ramadan is. This not year. always. Okay, I get you. I get mm -hmm. you. All right. Then whatever, no matter what you're celebrating, chances are you might be celebrating them with family members, friends, colleagues, whatever. And you're going to have to deal with opposing and like opinions. And that can be challenging for some folks. So we figured we would discuss that mm -hmm. and for the record ramadan is or was in may last year and will be in may this year oh wow okay hmm. wait sorry We're may 2018 may 2019 all right moving on oh i got what you're saying there mm -hmm. i processed it correctly 
Mm -hmm. what, why what you said did not line up with what you what you meant. Okay, all right. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're getting back into the groove of things, folks. We're getting back into. Woo! All right, <laughs> we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. Um, so dealing with your family around the holidays, it feels more intense, I think, because there's this um, this pressure to be joyful and and like pleasant and happy kind of like that's the what the holidays are for for family family yeah. sometimes you don't be feeling like that sometimes the world is collapsing around you or you ain't got no money or, or your family sucks friends or your family is trash which does happen mm -hmm. family's mm -hmm. trash and uh you just don't want to deal with them but for whatever the reason you have to so laura where do we begin what do we what do we think we need to give the people to to, to cope with trash families and non-trash families alike and I think first is um, like with lots of other things, if you want them to be successful, you have to be intentional about it. So by that, I mean, decide whether or not you are in fact going to engage with your trash ass family. Um, particularly if you're an adult, obviously that could be more of a challenge if you're not an adult. And so these choices may not necessarily be within your control. Um, but if you are an adult, and your trash family, I'm going to pick Mississippi today because I'm really not happy with Mississippi. So let's say your family lives in Mississippi and you come in from Colorado and... Because you go to school there. You go to school in Colorado. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go to school in Colorado, but you, your family lives in Mississippi. And so you're going home to visit them for the holidays. Or rather, you have the choice to, if you feel that the negative outweighs the positive, then maybe you could decide you will in fact not go and spend say an entire couple weeks or a whole week back home in Mississippi. Maybe you're just passing through. Maybe you dip in, have a meal, say hello to the aunties, uncles, kiss mama on the forehead and you book it because that's all your spirit could take at the moment. Because if you were to stay there for the entire two week duration, your spirit might crumble and we mm -hmm. don't need that. Um, I guess my point being there is consider what your choices are. And I'm not saying these choices would be easy. And admittedly, I'm not even speaking from experience because I don't have a trash family. Um, I have a small family, but the small bits and pieces that I do have are pretty accepting of me, myself, and I, and all the people that I love and care for, for the most part. Um, and for those that aren't, they're open-minded enough to at least have a respectful discussion with me. And that's something that I realize is a privilege because for some other folks, not so much. A conversation will turn mm. into like, you know, a turkey leg being swung at somebody and like, yeah. Who anyway. eats the turkey legs? I mean, I really hope nobody I mean, would. I don't like turkey like that. Oh, you girl, you should have came, came to my friend's given because, girl. I made these turkey legs. Just the legs. Well, so there was a special request from my significant other. <laughs> Just to make turkey <laughs> I was, legs. I was like, yo, babe, what do you want for, you know, what do you, what do you think we should eat? And he was like, I went to this bar in, you know, south of where we live and they have these giant turkey legs. So and I was like, you legs. I mean, like on some Fred Flintstone type stuff. <laughs> and he's like, more or less, yes. So I was like, I, I well, hit up Whole Foods. Y'all had a medieval times dinner. Have you ever been in medieval times? Because that's what they do. I they did. Give you a big that leg. was my that was my eighth grade so called senior trip mm. <laughs> was to medieval times. I still 
actually have the dress that I wore. Do you still fit it? If I, I'm going to say no. Like I would be uncomfortable in it, but I could get in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> I do you still don't have jeans. Okay. I don't feel comfortably. I still have jeans from ninth grade that I've turned into cutoffs that I wear all summer. But anyway, um, the point is <laughs> choice. Consider your choices. Um, and if you don't have a choice, let's say you're a 14 year old whose family does suck and you know it's time to have dinner with the family or something, in particular, extended family is coming over. So now the stress level is higher than usual. Consider what your resources are. Consider your friends, consider people that allow you to almost even validate your feelings and not, not allow you to feel as if you are completely alone. Cause sometimes you can feel completely alone in a room with people that are, you know, anti all the things. So let's go with, I am a gay emo black kid from Mississippi. Cause I'm still in Mississippi. Um, and my family they all voted for Trump. I don't know why they would, but they might have, right? Um, and they're against all of the things that I stand for. How would you deal with the holiday season if that was you, Aisha? Um, I mean, back in the day, I mean, I've never had a trash family per se, but there have been times in my youths where agreeing was not always the thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was a point where I set a 24 hour rule for myself, where if I was going to hang out with family, I would have to be gone before 24 hours was up. So it was a day mm -hmm. trip, maybe a one day, a two day, one night trip, something like that. So you were Cinderella, but I was Cinderella after 24 hours, I would turn into a pumpkin and you don't see me no more. And it wasn't because of them or because of me it was because of us and knowing that too much time during that angsty period of trying to understand my independence and trying to figure out myself as an adult and trying to figure out who i was and what i felt and what i thought and all of those things um after 24 hours something pretty much always hit the fan so mm. i didn't even let that happen and it worked out really really well so it could be as simple as setting a 24 hour rule for yourself and being like, all right, too much time is not a good thing, but I still love my family and I would still like to see my family and spend some time with them. And it's not a critique on like, I hate everybody and I don't want to be here. It's just like, mm -hmm. I'm just not trying to fight with nobody. And so how would you deal with, if you were our, our young lad mm -hmm. uh, in Mississippi um, and uncle Cletus Oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cletus is like, boy. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know I made voices. You, you boy. don't carry on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Shane much? All right. Um, it's all right. I don't either. It's it's cool. Let's say, I guess if you had a family member, mm -hmm. in this case, Uncle Cletus, who mm -hmm. was vocally anti-gay okay. and you are a teenage boy and you know you're still figuring that stuff out for yourself or maybe you already you've known since you were three years old that you was gay whatever 
The point is he stands, or rather he's against essentially a core part of who you just are, like how you exist. Um, but he's going to be sitting right across from you while you eat your giant turkey leg or your tofurkey, whatever. Um, mm. Mm-mm. How do you, yeah, I don't recommend tofurkey. I'm just, just trying to say, <laughs> anyway, um, how would you deal with that? How would you deal with the fact that you're going to be sitting across from this person who is likely within probably 30 minutes going to say something ridiculous and foolish and demoralizing? And I'm 14? And you're 14 years old. And me and Uncle Cletus live in Mississippi. Yeah. He's not there often. He comes only twice a year. Mm. And Okay. You know. How's the rest of my family? Are they of like mind of Uncle Cletus? Um, you have some moderates in the room okay. that might just, you know, mm-hmm with him. Okay. And then you have other folks that are that are against Uncle Cletus, but might might not be vocal about not supporting his views. Okay. I know. Um I feel like at 14, it's really easy to feel powerless. I was actually a really emo teenager. <laughs> you don't say. So <laughs> shut up. Um, oh, I can see it now. So I don't know if I ever felt misunderstood, um, but I've also never been gay. And so I can't really speak to that experience on like what that sure. would what that would feel like if somebody didn't accept me for who I was in that way. Um, I feel like you have to know the room and know the, know your audience in a lot of cases. Cause sometimes it comes down to safety. Like, I don't know how angry mm-hmm. uncle Cletus gets. I don't know what extremes uncle Cletus is going to go to. Mm-hmm. And if they mm-hmm. are extremes that are not worth my speaking up in that moment, cause uncle Cletus is only there twice a year. And then maybe I need to just let 14-year-old me keep my mouth closed because the adults in the room who actually do have some power aren't going to be there and support me in that moment. And I, I'm really sad for all the families that are like that because it is really up to the adults in the room to balance out that power structure and not let Uncle Cletus run away and abuse 14-year-old whoever from Mississippi mm-hmm. And from anywhere, California, Colorado. Absolutely. The North be more racist sometimes. Ohio. Mm. <laughs> Don't act like Ohio's not the Florida of the North. Ooh, nice one. <laughs> um, but yeah, people people sleep on the North like, oh, we're so progressive and everything and is now so I great. live in Portland. I know it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. But Portland's hey. extreme though because Oregon well, was a sorry. sundown state. I should say Oregon, not Portland. Yeah, Oregon. I feel like Oregon's Oregon. extreme. But, 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 but yeah, it's not just Mississippi. It's not just Georgia, Alabama, Florida. I mean, even New York, when you go into the main state, like upstate New York, it is a different demographic and dynamic and different community than what you have downstate in, you know, amongst the five boroughs and even in the, you know, extended area. boroughs, though, people are mad like... There's so many strong cultures, even within the five boroughs, that racism happens all the time. Like It does. The fact that people, without blinking, will call a Chinese woman Ling Ling. Or like, Kim. That's Koreans. And uh, that's their last name. See, see, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I don't need to correct you. <laughs> Continue on. Oh, because they don't know the difference between Asian folks. I was oh, going to I, I, I didn't feel like it was necessary. <laughs> but I yes, that is. Yeah. So it yeah. happens. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it happens. And so racism is alive and well all over this planet, all over this globe. I don't know how the aliens be, but I bet you if they had differences, they probably find a way to exploit them differences too. Um, so yeah, don't discount where you're from and put your little Northern state on a, a pedestal if you live there, I'm talking to our listeners, because your family may very well be guilty of the same thing as Uncle Cletus. And if the adults in the room don't call them folks out on it, or if that person is you and the adults in the room don't call you out on it, or you don't hold yourself accountable, then the change is not going to happen. And that 14-year-old's kid is very vulnerable and at a prime point in his or her life that, or their lives, that Thank you. could, like, set a foundation for how they walk through life as an adult. And yeah. so... Um, if I was 14 in that situation, I don't know what I'd do. And cause from what I know as a 31 year old woman, it really depends on a lot of other circumstances. There's just no cookie cutter answer to how to, to deal. It just isn't. I would run away. That's unhealthy. But like, I would probably run away to like my cool auntie's house that doesn't mess with the rest of the family. She's like, nah, I don't fuck with them. Um, and me and Titi Carmen, we gonna have our own little our own little meal. Like, I don't know, I guess for me, I'd be looking for a safe space. Yeah. Um, where I still felt emotionally safe and physically safe. And mind you, I use the example of it being, you know, like a gay boy, but you could, you could not be any of the disenfranchised the or isms, part of any, any of, the, of, the of the isms and still live in a family that is very anti-isms all of the isms yeah even if you're, and, not, if you're not that person and you might want to speak up but because you're a child or you're an adult who doesn't feel confident enough to speak up against these things because there's there might not be a specific uh victim if you will in the room but you know casual racism as i as i'll call it is still being brought up in the room and you know it's wrong but you might not feel like <clears throat> you have the the wherewithal to actually speak up against it. But I think that if you are an adult, especially if there are minors in the room, I think it is your responsibility to say something, assuming your safety is not in question or is not at risk, then it is your responsibility to say something against yeah, Uncle Jeffrey, who was like, yeah, and you know, my cleaning lady, Ling Ling, oh, she said, if you hear that, that that's not okay. That that right there, that call was not okay. No. Call that call call that ish out. You'd be like, yo. Unless her name is Ling Ling. Uncle Jeffrey, is her name actually Ling right? Ling? No, but you know, all these people. Nah, oh, we see, talked about all- Julio, you and I. Yes, we did. <laughs> Yes. I didn't know. I did not know because the adults in my life referred to that place as Julio's and it was the most yep. racist thing I found out later on. And I mm-hmm. said, oh Lord. <laughs> Lord Jesus. You didn't even, but you didn't, I didn't know. know. You I, didn't know. I had no idea. And then I put it together and I'm like, mm. I was 
participating in this oppressive system. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know it. <laughs> As a child. As a As child. A child. Daddy, I'm going to Julio's. Like, oh, Lord. But to say, you know, to your point, these are the sorts of times, these memorable moments with our families that set the foundation for the the young folks in our lives. And if they don't now given from what I've seen, or at least what is present to me, a lot of these young folks are very outspoken. And I commend them for that, for yeah, actually saying, hold up, Uncle Jeffrey, yada, 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 this, that, and the third, you know, and, you know, pretty much check Uncle Jeffrey. Oh, Uncle Jeffrey. That makes me think of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Me too, but it wasn't Uncle Jeffrey. It, it was Jeffrey was the butler. Yes, he was the it butler. Was Uncle Phil. Yes, but I, I would have. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Um, it is still our responsibility as grown folk to speak up against the microaggressions that might come up in a room, even if there isn't a specific individual that's being attacked, because allowing these casual instances of racism to go unchecked pretty much allow for them to continue to grow and appear to be acceptable. And if we don't say anything against them, then they will in fact be acceptable because we are accepting them by definition. But anyway. Yeah, I remember a particular instance. There's one member of my family that you and I have spoken about who, if there's something horrible about somebody else to say he'll find a way to say slip it in there somehow but anyway Mm -hmm. i don't know whose idea this was but they decided that i needed to drive him and my little cousin who does not belong to this man to the mall he's like somebody else's kid um Mm -hmm. but he's my cousin and this yeah so this is an older gentleman in our family who is related and knows better but doesn't do better or maybe he don't know better i don't know at this point honestly but anyway while we're at the mall, he's given this kid who at the time must have been like in his adolescence. So I'm going to say somewhere between 10 and 13, all these tips on how to deal with women. Oh, and it was no. like a hot mess. And every time he said something, I'd be like, nah, don't listen to none of that. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> ignore him. You ain't never going to get, you're never going to have a partner if you deal with somebody like that. Like, that's just not going to work out for mm-hmm. you. Do not listen to this man. Do not listen to anything <laughs> he's saying right <laughs> but it was just absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even remember some of the things that he was saying because well, it was that, it's, like. It's not too difficult for me to imagine because, yeah. unfortunately, I want to say that that is a pretty normal occurrence. I'm sure there was a lot of, like, your woman kind of talk. Like, don't let mm-hmm. your woman do this to you and you mm. need to talk to your woman this way and that kind of, that kind of speak. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't deal with this person no more if I don't have to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't make a point of being in the same room at the same time on purpose. Um, sometimes I get got, but it never happens on purpose. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you are related. So sometimes you might be in the same place. Sometimes same I get time. got, you know, and it is what it is. And I speak out when I need to. But there's a lot of choice that comes with being an adult and a lot of freedom that when you're in your early 20s, you don't realize you have sometimes. Like, you're so used to being forced to deal with stuff or so used to being respectful of your elders or respectful of your family members that you don't realize that in some ways you're disrespecting yourself by allowing yourself to be in that space and be brutalized in that space and be abused in that space or allowing other people to be abused in that space. So when you do have power and you do have control, I implore you to use it in a positive way to make 
a bad situation better because if you don't correct it, then it's just going to keep getting perpetuated. Usually folks like that need to be constantly checked and some of them don't change, but some of them are ignorant. They just don't know any better. What do you think um, are some of the reasons that people don't speak up besides not knowing that they have that power, whether they're in their twenties, thirties, forties, so forth and so on. Oh, that's just what- how uncle Cletus is. That's, that's like a general, like we don't deal with, we don't tell uncle Cletus cause he's just this way. I guess, let me be more specific. A person who might want to, mm-hmm. but doesn't, what do you think would be the reasons why? Cause I think for me, it's a matter of confidence and confidence comes from having the right information. Um, okay. And so <clears throat> sorry let's let's say it's uncle cletus again mm-hmm. and uncle cletus no we're going with uncle jeffrey who's talking about ling ling is his cleaning lady okay and you know that that you that doesn't sound right to you and that's all you, you actually, need to say you don't have to say anything more than that absolutely because what you know is what i say i had people ask me like oh what do i say about this scenario? i don't know what what do you know don't just, don't say what you know. Don't say repeat what, you what know. I said to you. Stick to what you know. And at a bare minimum, things. question. Yeah. Just question it. Like, so Uncle Jeffrey, is the name actually Ling Ling? And just say it with a straight face and let him know, like, you're. this is a serious question. I'm like, oh, no, no. But you know, no, I don't know, actually. You Do you care to elaborate? Like, allow them to be the one that actually does most of the talking, if you will. Yeah. And they can just essentially bury themselves with it, with their own words. Um, because you don't have to be the so-called smartest person in the room nope. because maybe uncle Jeffrey is, you know, the CEO of a multi-million dollar company. And so he feels that, and he, he's empowered, he, he's <laughs> empowered with all of his monies. Um, and not to say that all people who have all of the monies may feel like they have all of the power, but uncle money, Jeffrey power, does. respect, yo. Anyway. Um, wow. What do you need in life? <laughs> shout out to you okay um but to say it can be as basic as that it doesn't have to be this long drawn out discussion where we're breaking out history books and so forth and so on it can just be as casual as that and uncle jeffrey's gonna be like all right the next time i might want to say something slick like that or something that might have been as casual for he might not even realize that what he's saying or doing is racist because that's just the way he was brought up maybe his father jeffrey the third refer to all of the people as julios and linglings and it's mm-hmm. like wait a minute this is same- right that don't yeah. sound right that's what you say oh no but jeffrey's i don't that doesn't sound right is her name actually lingling <laughs> like uh, well actually i her name is Stephanie. Oh, all right. Well, let's refer to her as such. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's call her Stephanie then. Because my name I is like Stephanie. I'm going to call her Stephanie. <laughs> but if you are a person who is, in fact, more informed and feel empowered enough in the moment to, you know, get on your soapbox, by all means, knock yourself own out. At your peril. own risk. At, at your, your own, own peril. Risk. Like, that's your business. That all I'm saying is we're not psychologists, psychiatrists, nah. consultants, or experts. Nah, we no, are telling nah. you what we know, exactly. and we're telling you to use what you know. But don't use what we know as what you know, because <laughs> that's not what ha- that's not what's happening. Aisha and Laura has said 
Nah, homie. Don't don't come for me. At your own peril, okay? All I said was to throw it right back at him. Is that her name? Well, like Jesus That's helps those who use wisdom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the funny thing is, I feel like we talk about black Jesus. And I think the only time in my life that I talk about any kind of Jesus is whenever we're on the podcast, outside of the podcast, or outside of when you are surrounded by many cars that have just collided with one another. Black Jesus be a fence, be a guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> like dead ass though. Um, I don't talk about any Jesuses, but anyway, I just- But we talk I, about Jesuses all the time, Laura. We talk about Bronx Jesus and Brooklyn Jesus and bicycle <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we talk about Oregon Jesus and Georgia Jesus. Oh, this is Jesus for everything. Just it's like Santa same, Claus. It's the same Jesus. Um, He's just, but it's like different, it's like different parts of the uh -huh. same Jesus. It's all oh. one, it's all one black Jesus. Where where did you learn this? <laughs> um <laughs> black Jesus oh, told me. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I learned the same thing about Santa Claus. That's all I'm saying. I, there's, there's a there's, Santa Claus for everywhere? Absolutely. What? It's See? not just one dude. All right, so I'm about to say something. Oh God. and I'm gonna edit think... all this out because we're gonna get in so much trouble. No, no, no. It's just we I can't need just to... be talking about multiple Jesuses, Laura. I we need can't to... do that. We I can't need do to that. I need to admit the fact that the source of where I got the idea for multiple Santa Clauses is actually Bill Cosby. It came from the Cosby show. And he was explaining to Olivia, I think, or maybe it was Rudy, I don't know. It was one of the little girls mm -hmm. about how depending in the on the household that Santa Claus is about to enter, he takes on their culture. So if Santa Claus is going to a, say, a Chinese family's house, huh. Santa is now Chinese. And is that so, why white folks think Jesus is white? Maybe. See? <laughs> because you want to identify with He's the culture. Work, though, because Jesus was a real person. And Jesus was definitely See, a, that's arguable. That's arguable. No, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Jesus was a real person. Whether Jesus had these abilities that have whether been attributed. A, whether he was Christ. Okay, okay, yes. fair enough. Whether he had those abilities or not, some folks would like to debate. I'm not gonna be a part of that debate, but some folks would like to debate, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now we do also know that real Jesus, real Jesus, Jesus, or whatever they call him there. Mm -hmm was a man of color. Now he may not have been as black as you or as black as me or as black as my sister them, but he wasn't a white man. He wasn't white. And we know he that wasn't much. White with, he, and with blue eyes hair, and blonde hair. He was not, he was not. That, that, that Jesus is not. Can I just Jesus. say? Now there may have been another Jesus, a different one that was blonde haired. Like that was his name. His that name was, his was Jesus. Name. His, his name was Jesus, but he, but wasn't, he wasn't the same. Christ. No, he wasn't the same one. No, no. Okay. So can I just say, because I can tie this into talking about how, you know, oh, we going to get, get back to the topic. Yeah. You oh, know, okay. how older family members might have a certain way of thinking because that's just how they were brought up and just oh so forth and so on. Emoji! Leave the neighbors alone. Oh, there he agitated. is. Yeah. And it's getting louder. Give me a minute. I feel like if Emoji could snap his fingers, he would. This is a new but thing. But he doesn't have an Emoji is like, like officially a teenager right now, so he is very moody. 
Um, before we just thought he was moody, but now we know he is <laughs> real moody. He's in he's in his uh, mood. Yeah. He is in his feelings. Oh, emoji. He's so cute though. Maybe the German Shepherd across the street's name is Kiki, and he's singing in my feelings to Kiki across the street. That's what's going on. Kiki. I, I, I know this. I know Are this you song. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. You don't hear it? There it is. I don't think he's barking to the two. He is not barking to the two, Daisha. That is only in your head. Lord have mercy. Oh my God. Okay, so what were you saying? Oh. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Emoji, come. Emoji, come puppy. Yeah, stay in here. I'm closing this door. You have lost window privileges. You've lost them. Okay. She's trying to hold you back, Emoji. She's trying to hold you back. You're just trying to say hi to Kiki. I know. I know. Um, oh! Hold on. Wait, let me just write this. You were tying yeah. somehow. Tying. Yeah, hold on. Wait, let me... Where it is? Oh, here we go. Um... Squirrel... Uh, soap opera. World soap opera? All right. Anyway, that's that's later on for Black creatives. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. So, you know, we were talking, well, you were referencing earlier how, you know, you might have older folks in the family who think a certain kind of way because that's just the only way of thinking that they may have known. They may be ignorant to other things. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Tying it back in. Blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. I was having the conversation with my... It was actually a lady at someone's church. Okay. Anyway, um, I didn't know her well, but she knew one of my family members very well. So I was, you know, just having conversation with her. And this was when I was in New York, just in September, actually, because I was in New York in, uh, for, the, for the month of September. And she said, oh, you know, she asked me if I had a husband, so forth and so on, and said, no, I don't. Um, I'm in, you know, a committed relationship, blah, blah, blah. Um, and my mom walks by, and she's like, oh, yeah, he is beautiful. Oh, no, he's handsome, and he is respectful. He's She's saying all the, like, great mama things, right? And the lady's like, oh, do you have a picture of him? And I was like, well, well yeah, I guess, sure. So I show him, I show her a picture Aisha, mm -hmm. why this lady said that he looked like Jesus? Because Ivan looks like white Jesus. No, Aisha, this is not acceptable to be said. <laughs> you, didn't, you, you never thought this? <laughs> He's got that long flowing blonde hair and a beautiful little face. He's a cutie little pie. He can no! take a picture of him. it, put it up next to a cross. No one oh, would know any the wiser. Are you serious? Oh, you never had what? this thought? No, you should have, I practically melted in that moment in my seat, like just turned inside out, bones exposed. I was like, you didn't realize you been walking around all this time with white Jesus reincarnate. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. Anyway, right. so she says this and then I'm like, and this conversation is happening in Spanish. She says this and I was like, excuse me? Knowing damn well what she said, but I needed to gather my thoughts. And she said, 
he looks like Jesus. I was like, no, he may slightly resemble <laughs> the man they want you to think is Jesus. Why Jesus? But Jesus would not have looked like that. But she was an older woman. She was well into her 70s. And we had a conversation about how Jesus wasn't white. And I was just like, is this really still uh-huh. a thing? It sure is. Especially because she was afro Latina. Look at the picture right behind your head that nobody can see right now but me. Right behind your head. Look at that. That ain't white Jesus. Come on. Shut up, like shit. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I'm not pleased right now. But am not... I wrong? But am I wrong? I will clap for you. Am I, I wrong? No. See, that's like saying all white people look alike. So I can't, I'm not saying that. You I'm said not say- it, not me. <laughs> I am not. Oh, see, this see, this is how things get out of context. And then they be like, Lauren said. step in and Morris, both of us. More exact, pretty much. <laughs> There's gonna be lightning striking upon us soon, but that'll be Zeus because he was real to some people too. I don't know, whatever, whatever. Anyway, the point of my story is <laughs> people really out here still thinking Jesus was a white man. They sure do. They mm-hmm. sure sure do. Anyway, anyway, but it is up to us as people with other information. Mm-hmm. If you feel safe. To just, at a bare minimum, question that. Was she like, black? I thought he was black. I mind you, I didn't question it. I just was like, nah. But <laughs> <laughs> I could have also have been less Laura-like and been like, so why? What makes you say that? What makes you think that? All them pictures and, up in everybody's nana's house. And like, oh, and they, I don't think my grandma had any white Jesus pictures. I don't think I've ever seen a white Jesus picture. My mom had a white Jesus picture in her house, and I took it with me when I moved to Oregon because she actually had taken it down because her existing uh, church um, doesn't allow for like idols and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And so I took, I took her white Jesus, but it was only because it's really cool. It's like on a slab of a tree trunk. And well, like, let's talk about the black Jesus pictures, though, where he got like dreadlocks. And, like, <laughs> and he has like gold. Um, it's yo, I'm at, I'm at. I don't know if that one's accurate either. <laughs> oh, I, I want to point out that it is 11 o'clock. Okay, we have we are only in the discussion topic. <laughs> Um, we started a little late, but we can uh, move on and breeze through the rest of it. Um, yeah, I think that horse is good and gone. Yeah. All right, so do what you got to do to survive, folks, but don't let your family run you ragged, and don't run your family ragged. I think it always goes both ways, so a lot of self-reflection should also be involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Politicking. So we're introducing a new segment called Politicking because Politicking. Even though our current U.S. president seems to dominate the news, no matter what we try and do to make it otherwise, we don't want to dedicate our show to his foolery. His foolery will find its way to our show, like this morning. Um, today we are recording on Thursday, November 29th, and this morning Michael Cohen finally decided to plead guilty. To Congress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not to Congress. 
plead guilty to, for lying to Congress. To Congress, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he decided to let everybody know what we already done known, that everything we think we thought we know was a lie. Everything that wasn't lied. confusing. That's the point. That's the point. It's all confusing. What we know is truth might not be truth, and what we know is lies might not be lies, but something is not right. That is what we know about the administration currently. There are a bunch of lies and maybe some truths in there, but we don't know what is what. And so Michael Cohen has decided to tell us that he was lying to Congress about- This is like that game at camp, two truths and a lie. Except for them it's three lies and, a, and another lie. <laughs> And there, and there appeared, and there's, it's not a game. I don't, I don't know. No, that's not lies that they lying about. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so the president decided that Cohen is a weak person and is trying to get a lighter sentence. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this in the near future. Um, I think Cohen was a really big, I don't want to call him a palm. We're going to call him a bishop, maybe. Maybe he was a rook, but it was a bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Like, Aisha, I have never. <laughs> but you didn't. I'm sorry. Wait, what you were you? Bishop. What were you saying? Wait, how come I can't hear you? What? Oh, there you are. Wait. What? Oh. What did you think I was gonna say? <laughs> oh no! I have to repeat it. I thought you said he he was a bitch, <laughs> but you were saying bishop, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, I, was I don't think I've ever. Actually, I've um, never heard you call anyone out their name in that way. Um. I mean, okay. I can't deny that that might be accurate in some capacity. I mean, it's fair but enough. Fair it, enough. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Um, but yeah, mouth. so right. I think we're going to see a lot more of this. This is a pretty big person in the administration to knock over. Mm -hmm. um, and so, Godspeed. Black Jesus, I don't, I don't think you need to waste your time on these folks. They don't deserve your love. <laughs> or Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. None. Or, or Santa Claus. Or Santa Claus. And I know it's not up to me to make that decision, but I'm tired of all these folks. So anyway, um, oh yes, they also tear gassed the migrant caravan that everybody is just so terrified of. All these folks just trying to find what they think is going to be a better place to be, and they are met with not it be it not being a better place. So I'm just. I don't know what, I don't know, like, none of this is new, and none of this is news, to be honest, mm -hmm. but it is still trifling and ridiculous and pathetic and sad and just so many different emotions. But shout out to, uh, what's the name, Ocasio-Cortez, uh, congresswoman-elect from New York. Alexandria. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, who is, I forget what representative from, I don't know, parts of Queens in the Bronx. Um, mm-hmm. And she tweeted, you know, asking to be con in response to that one of the photographs of the migrant families that were in, in the caravan. Oh, yes, um, yes, yes. With the tear running away from tear gas, she's like, asking to be considered a refugee and applying for status isn't a crime. It wasn't for Jewish families fleeing Germany. It wasn't for targeted families fleeing Rwanda. It wasn't for communities fleeing war torn Syria. And it isn't for those fleeing violence in Central America. And then, of course, she was met with foolishness from all sorts of the people from the other side of things and um some dude actually i guess i'll say his name um he is a politician from south carolina i believe his name is lindsey graham was like i recommend she take a tour mind you in response to her tweet he is replying to her tweet 
And instead of addressing her, he says, he re refers to her in the third person. So first of all, disrespectful. But anyway, I recommend she take a tour of the Holocaust Museum in DC. Might help her understand the differences between the Holocaust, the Holocaust and the caravan in Tijuana. And then so she's like, the uh, the point of such a treasured museum is to bring its lessons to present day. The administration has jailed children and violated human rights. Perhaps we should stop pretending that authoritarianism and violence is a historical event instead of a growing force. Yes, Alexandria, let that mofo know. So. But it's also important to note that they did turn away some Jewish folks. And I think that's a part of the Holocaust Museum. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So get your facts he, straight before you come and ask somebody. He didn't, he didn't, I don't think he's ever. He did no research. He didn't do no research. Nah, nah. Um, but but he, he found out though. <laughs> <laughs> he, found, he found out. So anyway, um, that's enough politicking for one day. It's already too much. Um, let's move on to thank you, Black Jesus. We're going to keep it snappy. Keep it snippy and snappy. Thank you, Black Jesus, for making Idris Elba finally obtain his rightful throne and title of sexiest man alive because we already knew and we was trying to figure out how blake shelton is that his last name that white dude that's i think so music? how I he so. like who who did you ask who did that poll who voted for that well, man aisha he is often he's on that television show the boys, the boys. he is not unattractive but that's not what it's called it's not attractive man it is sexiest <laughs> man alive okay I ain't trying to say Blake Shelton is ugly. That's not what I said. I ain't say he was ugly. I but Idris Elba is the sexiest man alive. The sexiest man alive. Who said that? Who is saying that? That's what I want to know. And that's all I'm who was polled. Like, who were these people? It was twenty five yes. people in the room. That's all. In a bathroom. These twenty five ladies in a bathroom. <laughs> Fifteen of them said Blake Shelton, and that's how they came to that conclusion. Anyhow, actually, let me. Let me just make a note. We don't normally go about the business of objectifying people, <clears throat> but y'all. Idris? I'm not saying Idris could get it, <laughs> but I'm saying if someone else said it, I understand. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, I'm, I'm gonna echo that. that. I'm gonna echo that. If somebody else say it, I'm gonna like, yeah, you know what? I see why you said that. Exactly, right? I see why, I see why you're saying that. I see why you're saying that. I will watch a movie with Idris Elba in it knowing good and well this movie's not going to be very good. No, just watch it on mute. Just watch it on mute. But he's in it, so I'm going to watch it. You could read a book and have that on mute in the background. Just look up. Makes you smile. Keep on reading your book. There you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here for it. All right. Uh... <laughs> So bus how, um, Anthony Anderson, he is going to be graduating or he actually plans to graduate Howard University, which is an HBCU with his son in 2020. His son is already enrolled. Um, Anthony Anderson's gonna be participating in a particular program, but they're both gonna be walking the stage potentially at the same time. And I just thought that that was, really that was awesome. Go ahead, He had dropped out his junior year of college due to not having enough money. And so hmm. this will be, oops, this will be him finally getting his uh, degree. Wait. wait, okay, now try it again. So he had dropped out of uh, school his junior year because he didn't have enough money. And so this will be him 
finally, if you will, completing his degree and to do it with his son, like, you know, they're going to be mad tears, yo. Like, all Have you ever seen that internet video of the dude cheering at the graduation? He flip over the banister. Like, he's trying no. to cheer when he falls. It flips over the banister and then does a backflip. It comes back around. It is amazing. I'll what? find it. It is great. And but that's just how, to... And, yeah, yeah, go. I know we ain't got time for this, but there are schools that, like, try and find folks for cheering too loud or being too extra at graduation, and they don't understand the and the just still how significant it is even for black folks to graduate from high school in a lot of families. And actually, lot of I want to say, I don't think that they don't understand because sometimes actually often this is at institutions that are primarily, uh, you know, their demographic is primarily people of color, uh, namely, you know, African-Americans, I guess, but shoot, I'm loud as fuck too. Um, and I think they just try to pretend like they have some kind of order or something. They, I don't think that they're they're focusing on what's important. And in that moment on graduation day, it's like going to church, at least a black church. Mm-hmm. I know it's you think it's gonna be an hour long, but no, honey, we gonna be here for a good long portion there of the day. There are flights involved. Bring like, snacks. So yeah, flights. we gonna we gonna get our times worth. And when <clears throat> when Ken Sean walks Who across that stage, Collins jumps. Backflips, whatever we got in our little arsenal, that's what we gonna deliver with. Yo, last no earlier this year, my girl Kianda, who is uh, um, one of my black people, <laughs> that that sounds odd saying she's that out loud. Okay, but she's a friend of mine who happens to be black, and she exists in a space that is predominantly white in both the biking space and in fitness. Anyway, she was getting recognized for something, and I was like, wait a minute. I gotta go. I gotta go to this event to, you know, help recognize her mm-hmm. awesomeness. Tell me why me, myself, and I had the whole upper tier, the mezzanine, cheering for Kianda like she was all mama. Because when I tell you, I don't show up to a place to support you and you not know that I'm there. And I need you to know that somebody loves you in the crowd. And I love a whole lot. So I'm mad loud. Anyway, Aisha might know a little something about that because once in a while I would go to her her races and such. Oh, I was always the loudest one. Oh, do you remember that girl during Red Hook? What was her name? June Thornton? Yes, June Thornton, black girl. I remember. She was the only other one. How we gonna forget her? I had that whole section of the crowd calling out June Thornton, her whole government. So anyway, the point is, uh, (laughs) Anthony Anderson He's finally going to graduate. And he even met his wife at Howard University. So he's actually just going back to school where he had started his life. But he just, he didn't finish it up. But anyway, go on, black man. Get your degree. All right. Because you want to, not because you need to, because you want to. And you can. Yes, you can. Okay. So I seen this on the internet. We moved on to fix it, Black Jesus, by the way. What the? (laughs) (laughs) I seen this on the internet. I think I watched about. 0.5 0.5 seconds and turned it right on off. Oh, I need to see this. I still have what? Not <laughs> Is this Spider-Man? So, the headline I'm about to read for y'all. Flying preacher goes viral with dramatic sermon entrance. This man is literally like on like wires gliding into the into the no. congr- like above the congregation, like he is some sort of soleil nonsense. Like I don't know what 
who, when, where, and I was on Twitter. No, no, no. Yeah. But Aisha, he's not even flying. He's just like lazily sitting there like he's on a swing set. He's gliding. He is gliding. And the mechanics are doing the work for him. The mechanics He's not technology. even putting any effort into being cool. Well, did you? What do you want him to like? Reach his hands out? Like, what can he do that would not be too much? He's already doing the most. It's. But I'm saying, if you already at a ten, let's go for eleven. Like, let's just do it. But there's a lot of debate about like, you know, there's a lot of extravagant churches out here. We ain't telling nobody how to spend their money. But what is this? And to that end. They paid for that with the monies receiving collection plates and tithing mm-hmm. from that. Actually, tr- the I'm tweet sure. That I saw said, "This is what your tithing offerings go." Like, like I, I don't know because you know that costs dollars in lots cents. of them. Lots of but planning. not for nothing. A lot of these churches can do full on theatrical productions, and you know they can. You mm. know they can. But their church wasn't even like all the way full, like. Well, I bet That's- it was the following week. <laughs> like, is he coming back? Do y'all still cut? What he gonna do next week? <laughs> Would there be two flying bridges? Right? Oh, Will they have man. capes on this time? Lord, I, mean- I don't fix it. Fix it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. This is too much for me. This is too much. Oh, God. All right. So I got. Ugh. I have a request for Black Jesus. Mm. So Black do? China mm. has. I imagine many of you know, but if you don't, he, no, sorry, she dated uh, the Kardashian boy. Um, and that's her baby daddy. Or the father of her child. Dang, I don't her, forgot his name. I, my head, it was yeah. like Todd or Ted, and that's not right. Mm-mm. I know it says, it's a very, it's a one syllable. One syllable word. Trent to Troy, no, no. Nah, Kirk nah. Kent? Mm. Anyway, the point is, because this ain't about him. This is about the fact that Black China has a, a skin bleaching cream, skin lightening, skin bleaching cream that she has uh, produced alongside a Nigerian woman named, I forgot, but something ridiculous. And people were coming for her, rightly so, because what the what the effing tin, Black China? What the effing tin? Um, and her mother was like defending her child, which, okay. I could see how a mother might instinctually defend her child, but your child ain't right for this. Her, Rob. She goes, Rob. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Carry that on. sounds right. Carry um, on. but homegirl, sorry, Black China's mother, I forget her name. Oh, but the Nigerian woman, her or yeah, her stage name, if you will, is White Nicious. Can I'm saying that again I'm, for what, you folks. What? Wait, who? White Nicious. Oh, White Nicious. That is the name of the person with whom Black China has made this skin like collaboration. It's a collaboration. This is oh. a collaborative effort. Between Black China. Is Black China trying to be more like white niches? Is that what's gonna happen? <laughs> is she gonna be white China next? Like what's like well, she's, China? She looked like she I mean, she's always been a a fairer skin tone than me, I'll say. Um, but I, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't had like photos of like the progression, but her mother went on to tell folks like, all you bitches need it. Oh no! Mama, yes. No. Yes, mama did. Mama, no! You, 
Yes, she did. She said, all you bitches needed, take a layer of that dirt off your fucking face. Stop Maybe it. we might find out who the fuck you really are. That is what her mama said. Yes, she did. Fix it. I, I don't want to talk about that no more. I would like to root for some black folks. I can't. We can't do that no more. That's, I wait, 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 wait. Okay. I just need to, because I'm already at a 10. Let me go for 11. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> China's mother also addressed critics no, who claim who claimed the model had been bleaching her skin. Tony oh, said God. her daughter has always had light skin, claiming the woman, quote, was oh, a God. baby coming out my pussy, looking like some old Italian motherfucker. End quote. Moving That's on. That's a baby. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I won't. I'm, you know what? <laughs> you know what? This year, I have a new segment as, oh, a part of, as a part of rooting for everybody black. So I'm gonna talk about that after after Laura gives us something to actually cheer for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Laura. Give me something right. positive. All right, I got I got two things. First off, because it's the season to be ashy and have eczema and potentially psoriasis. I need to give a shout out. Yo, I need these people to know that I be shouting them out on a regular, regular basis. The name of the country is, country? Company is Defined Naturals. And they have the most incredible lotion or cream um, that is, in my experience, <laughs> bless you, Thank exceptional you. at keeping your skin moisturized as well as keeping your eczema at bay because I suffer from eczema in the wintertime and I just need everyone to purchase this if you are seeking a solution that is all natural because it has motherland products in it and and by motherland products I mean all natural you know like shea butter and cranberry extracts and all sorts of deliciousness and awesomeness so Define Naturals. I'll have to post about it on the Instagram because I really need you. I'm trying to put y'all on to the creamy crack that is not for your hair. No, it is for your skin. And it's not a bleaching cream. <laughs> Secondly, all right. So I have gotten into watching vlogs on YouTube because I often find myself looking for noise to have in the house when I'm working um, because it can be very lonely and quiet. And so I've been watching a vlog called Tony and the Boy. And Tony is a black woman who lives in Canada who is of, I want to say, Jamaican descent. And tell me why yesterday's vlog, Homegirl was narrating what is pretty much a soap opera between Daquan, the brown squirrel, and Sheila, his girlfriend, and then the other squirrel, who's the black squirrel, who's the evil squirrel. Now, I know this might sound completely ridiculous right now, but I would urge you. Just a little to, bit. Just a little I would bit. urge you, if you are seeking a giggle in your life, to watch the three minute and 52, three minute, 52 second video of these squirrels. Oh, also. Daquan is getting obese because Tony has been feeding him peanuts and cashews. And apparently he don't do enough exercise. You're <laughs> really enjoying this. The squirrel's real thick, y'all. He real thick. Anyway, if you're looking for a giggle, I need you to I need y'all to watch the squirrel soap opera, pretty much. Um, I'll link it on on the Instagram. 
in a story or something because y'all, y'all keep keep. She's just trying to keep squirrel love alive. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay. All right. Um. Yay! Rooting for them black folks and the squirrel soap <laughs> opera. We gonna root for everybody. We gonna root for everybody now. <laughs> That's my baby. That's my oh God! Oh. Do you have anybody you want us to root for? Woo Chile. Have you heard about that? No. <laughs> Why isn't it Wu? Isn't it Wu Child? It is definitely Wu Child, but somebody thought that's how you said it. That's why white folks need to not be reading stuff off the in internet. They oh, don't understand. Wow. <laughs> oh, <Chile. laughs> wow. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> well then. So my new uh, part of rooting for everybody black is because I want, I really want to root for everybody, but some folks, they be struggling sometimes. So mm -hmm. I have a section of rooting for everybody black that I would like to call nap and a snack because I think, you know, when I'm having a hard time and I'm struggling a little bit, if I just, mm -hmm. you know, get a nap and a little snack and get a little, little rest and nourishment, I mm -hmm. feel better and I can be better. You know, I can be better okay, when I'm so there's still bed. So there's hope for some of these people. They I might just need a nap and a snack. It depends on who you ask, but I'm really wanting to root for everybody black. Okay. So, okay. so we're going we gonna to keep hope alive. We're going to keep hope alive, and we're going to just, you know, give them a nap and a snack and see what happens. So these folks need a real long nap and maybe a full-on meal, but that's okay. That's okay, you know. So on my list so far, I have I have Monique. I have Monique mm. because because she's been supporting Roseanne. And we don't we don't do that, baby. We don't do that. And I'm not gonna tell you why. I'm gonna let you use the Google machine and figure it out. But we don't do that. We don't we we don't be supporting the Roseanne and 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 Mr. West, Mr. West for all of the things recently because you know he isn't and he isn't and he isn't and he isn't and he don't know yet. We we you know for Donda's sake. But his mama Donda, we just gonna keep hope alive. We gonna give him a little time to rest. He was on my vision and, board earlier we'll this crackers, year. We'll get some crackers. Yeah, and, and, and we gonna hope for the best for him, Mr. West. I hope you pull through. My theory is that 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 Chris is gonna be through with him, and then he gonna find his way. I think that's Who is what's Chris happen. Jenner. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, see. So wait, 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 wait. You think she's one of like the top five people that controls the world or something? I think she controls Mr. West. I don't know about the world or nothing, but oh, we gonna have that conversation later. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then now, recent because of recent developments, I mm -hmm. have added to my list Black China and her mama. Because right? no, because no, y'all both need a nap and a snack, and y'all come back to us when you got some food in your system and some 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 rest in your eyelids, and you gonna we gonna talk to you again, see what's gonna be happening. Okay, that's all I got for this week. I'll let you know. I'll let you know next week where, where we at with our little list. But that's 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 mm -hmm. it for me. Let's root for everybody, y'all. Let's root for them to take their little nap and eat their little snack, and hopefully they come back refreshed and revived <laughs> and ready to go. And come correct. Come Jesus. correct. Please. I don't think I have anything else to add. I think we've been at this for quite some time. Indeed, indeed. Uh, keep your head up, folks, and uh, do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Stay sane. And in, in in on Al Gore's internet and in Trump's America or wherever you are. <laughs> um, my <laughs> name is Aisha McGowan, and I'm Lara Solis, and this was Fix It Black Jesus. Uh, you can find us on the internet at fixitblackjesus.com. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, 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 iTunes, Google Play. We about to be on Spotify because I'm gonna set that up. And 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 you can hit us up on on Instagram and and Facebook and Twitter at fixitblackjesus. And and that's all. Bye, that's all, folks. Bye. Oh, review. 
Subscribe and review. Okay, bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um.